everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I am your host, Rob Logan, joined in the studio today by Anna. Hey. Hey, and Paulo. You know who it is. I do. Well, I just said your name. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. We're charged up today. <laughs> or I am. I don't know what's going on right now. Rob's on the verge of death. I am. I am. I've been nonstop for a few days, and uh, this is the end of insanity for me, so... It's a way to real. I guess this is the best way to really expel all the insanity, right? We've yeah. just been jacking him with EpiPens for the last 45 <laughs> minutes to keep him alive. The bees! <laughs> all the bees. I'm ready for him. Okay, uh, let's then not waste any time and get right into our geek outs. Yay! Anna? What am I geeking out over? I don't remember. I think you're geeking out over The Walking Dead. I am. No, one of my absolute favorite weekends of the year is coming up. Yes. Like, way better than Christmas or anything like that. Uh, it's New York Comic Con weekend, mm-hmm. which culminates in the series premiere of The Walking Dead, which I've been lucky so far because the years that we've gone, I've managed to get myself home uh, in time for nine o'clock. So right. it works out. It's just pretty epic. Um, last year was the first year we took Friday off to. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot more fun. And we're doing that again this year. Yeah, so Friday's a busy day. It's like a day off from work. And it's really my like totally just, you know, go away time. Like everything else that's wrong with my life goes away. Like it's wonderful. It's just Aww, like I can just... You spend your favorite weekend of the year with me? Shut up, Rob. <laughs> 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 it's It's... Just the mecca of nerddom, and it's just so nice. It's such a nice community, and it's such a nice weekend, and it's exhausting, but in a good way, and so I'm super, I'm just really excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I think this is going to be a good season. I mean, they've all been good, but it's going to be a good season, Our crew's a little different this year, too, which will be interesting. Yeah, I got to go with a bunch of other girls. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know about this. I'm going to try. I'm going to try real hard. Wait, are you calling me a girl now? Like, you were just complimenting me. I know. No, like, like out of the, you know, the people that normally go, like, you're as girly as I can take. Right. I know. So. No, she's right. Right. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. Yeah, I, I like yeah. them. They're and cool. Yeah, you've met them. And yeah. Everyone gets along. Yep. Yep. What else are you getting out over? Oh, Smokey. Oh, um, yeah, I started, uh, I was looking for a new book series because I was running through some pretty bad books. Um, it's hard to find a good one. Mm-hmm. And so Amazon does this cool thing with the Kindle, which is they, some some books they give you like the first couple chapters to read. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to buy it. You can just read it. And if you like it, then you can buy it. And if you don't like it, you don't have to keep reading it. So I went through a bunch of those and I'm like, I just want something that really grabs me that like I can't put down. I love that. If I get a book that like I don't want to do anything else but read that book, that's awesome. So I decided to pick up the, um, the Hannibal Lecter series. Mm. So it starts with Red Dragon and there's four of them i'm on the fourth one now and they're exactly like what i wanted it just didn't like i want to go home so i can read i want to go home so i can read you know like and i get up in the morning and i grab my book and i read and i sit outside and i read and i can't put them down and they're awesome they're very accurate to the movies too Mm -hmm. which is cool um silence of the lambs is almost identical were you a watcher of the tv series as well no um i i'm thinking about it but at the same time now. Well, you're too that, late because it got canceled. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I've read a little bit about it and it seems like it's just totally not accurate to the book. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I would like it for that reason. Okay. So I might give it a, I might watch some of them, but 
I'm not going to like get all excited because I've already read things about it. Like he works with Will, Will Graham, which that doesn't, no, he didn't. So <laughs> that never happened. Um, cause I'm so absorbed in them now. Like that's my reality. So and to it became like the, uh, to switch over to another reality is just going to be weird. The Simpsons comic book nerd for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen. That, that never happened. Never happened. That never happened. Oh, and I got a new camera for my birthday. Yeah. And it's a fancy camera that somebody was selling used. And um, my husband knew that it was something I thought I might like. So he bought it for me. And, um, you know, after taking a bunch of pictures on auto and realizing I have like a super expensive fancy camera and no idea how to use it, I decided to take a photo class. So I'm on my fourth week of my six week photo class. Oh, wow. And I'm learning a lot. So it's really cool. And I'm like really enjoying myself. And I'm driving my husband batty because I just sit outside with my camera like all the time. He's like, I think you got it. Is it like, no, online? I don't have it yet. <laughs> is it an online class or a No, I go. Yeah. Oh. It's seven to nine on Thursday nights. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. A coworker and her daughter go with me because mm-hmm. I told her and she's like, I want to use, I want to know how to use my camera. Like how many people buy like a super expensive Canon or Nikon and, and like, just leave it on auto, just leave it on auto and yeah. have no idea how to use it. So I'm yeah. like, I want to know how to use this thing. So it's pretty cool. I mean, it's an expensive hobby, so I don't know how far I'll go with it. Oh, but, you don't um, have to tell me. Yeah. So. <laughs> So, I mean, it would be cool if I could, like, shoot weddings and, like, make money from it. But mm-hmm. I'm not, like, that's not my goal for now. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of having fun and learning. Right. But I like learning. I haven't, like, taken a class or, like, learned anything new in probably 10 years. So it's kind of cool. I'm, like, using my brain. Because my work, my job is, like, super zombie job. Like, I just am, like, Bleh, click, mm-hmm. click, click, answer phones. Like, it's terrible. I'm, I don't grow Mm -hmm. so it's like really exciting for me to be learning something new and learning is like a muscle too like if you're you're not actively learning a lot of the time you almost have to learn how to learn again before and i'm like super adhd like my brain has to be occupied with something that challenges me Mm -hmm. like 90 percent of the time or i just space out right so like even at my job i'm like staring at the wall half like like i just can feel my brain like leaking out of my ears so well at least photography is a very hands-on learning type of thing like you're only going to learn so much looking at a book or watching other people's stuff it really is like an out in the field practice right right and that's kind of why i decided to take a live class to instead of YouTube because mm-hmm. I know it would have been free if I had done it online but right. I'm like I want a person that does it to pick my camera up and show me and you know and it's been a really fun experience it's mm-hmm. like we have a good time in the class too so yeah, it's yeah. like it's fun you know me and my coworker we go to Panera after work nice and then we like go shopping and then we go to class yeah. and like it's really cool so really excited about that awesome. and I think I've taken some pretty badass photos too. i've seen some stuff you posted looks yeah. good yeah 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 Pretty i like cool. that uh the motorcycle picture that you took yeah that wasn't me that was my teacher oh, well, actually <laughs> yeah he, he took he fell in love with my bike he saw it he was in the army uh-huh. so he saw that and he's like oh my god he's like i have to shoot this bike so uh, a couple times like class ran late and he couldn't do it so this last Thursday, I pulled up and he had all his speed lights and all his shit in the parking oh, lot wow. ready for me to go. He's like, all right, park right here. And like we did it before class real quick. Wow. So that was really fun and cool. So yeah, it was a dope pick. I saw yeah. it. On, I saw it on her page and I was like, it reminded me of that scene from Predator or not Predator Terminator. Yeah. yeah. When Arnold first gets there or Terminator 2, actually, he first gets there and he walks into the bar and he finds the guy. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. I need to shoot. I need the boots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Motorcycle. <laughs> Does your class focus more on the 
shooting process or are you going into post-production stuff too? No, um, it's really, it's the just photo basics. So okay. it's like how to use your camera pretty much. Like we're not supposed to use the flash at all. Like we're supposed to control all oh, of wow. our lighting with the ISO and the aperture and okay. the shutter speed. So he, and he can tell too, cause in, in Lightroom, Adobe Lightroom, mm-hmm. it gives away everything about the photo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, he knows if we've been auto and he knows if the flash is fired. Yep. So we're not supposed to do any of that, which is really challenging, but it's really fun too. And it's really like, oh, I did that. And I did that without a flash. And I did that making my own settings. And yep. it's like, so it's really cool. But I mean, you need a lot more equipment too. Like I couldn't have taken that picture of the motorcycle because mm-hmm. it was at 7 p.m. Right. So right. he had the speed lights and the white things set yep, up and all yep. the stuff. Yeah. So being able since I got like the soft boxes and everything, it's yeah. opened up a world of yeah. new stuff that I'm capable of doing. Right, exactly. Yeah. Cause I actually like shooting in the dark better. Yeah. Because I can control my own light. Right. I'm not having to deal with like weird variables around right. me. Yeah. Yeah. And I like shooting nature. So I don't know if I'll take it that far or not. Right. If I want right. to do it as a career, obviously I'm going to have to because there's going to be bad lighting con- conditions. But like I like taking pictures of birds and mm-hmm. stuff. So so I kind of like the natural light, but it's just really cool to like learn how to do it. I just feel I'm like, ah, I can do this. Most people can't. Yeah. You know, they you think sh- they can with their phones. Yeah, but they can't. <laughs> but they can't. You but they should can't. take my son with you when you go taking pictures of birds because he'll just be like, bird, <laughs> bird. He'll like point out all the birds and just be screaming bird the whole time. <laughs> I never miss a bird. Eventually he'll learn the names of the individual types. But right no. now it's just yeah. birds. It's just one word, bird. <laughs> this morning I went down to my beach and I was trying to get pictures of the sun, the sunrise. I was like five minutes too late, but I, I ran down there when I first woke up and um, there was the three swans were on the in the water. There's the mom and dad and a baby. Mm-hmm. And I'm like taking pictures of the sunset. And I just hear like, splush, 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 splush. and I like look behind me and they're all like standing on like they came out of the water and oh, they're wow. standing on the beach staring at me. And I'm like, oh, hey, guys. OK, I got to go. I'm like backing slowly, like away with my drive on. I'm like, please don't kill me because they were just like, get off my beach. I mean, they're like three quarters of my size like they're huge and i just heard like all three of the bodies because the baby now he's still brown but he's huge he's as big as the parents and uh and i just heard like this massive bodies come out of the water and i just turned around and i'm like oh oh hey you're like shoving a tripod (laughs) out in front of you like like, an old-timey lion tamer seriously back oh my god birds are so scary yeah i like them but they're scary bird Birds. Paulo, what do you got? Um, first geek out. I know I always talk about Destiny, but I'm talking about it again, so you can't stop me. Um, actually, I have <laughs> buttons over here. <laughs> Rob can stop me. The rest of you can't. Um, I was so tempted to turn off your mic for just a second. I would hear you yelling <laughs> through the other ones. <laughs> stop it. You can't silence me. <laughs> uh, but Destiny, the Taken King, uh, the new expansion slash new game, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Uh, just released on the 15th. Uh, I got it, and I've been playing it ever since. If you have been questioning whether or not to get into Destiny, mm-hmm. now is the time. Oh. Because the Taken King is by and far what the game should have been and more. Okay. I'm not saying it's perfect mm-hmm. because no RPG-ish type of game with expansions like Destiny or World of Warcraft is perfect right. at any particular time. It's just the process of evolution, but it is much better than it was before. There's actually a story... Uh, there are Easter eggs to find. No, I'm not even kidding. I know, but that's just funny to hear. The first There's one, actually a story in this game now. A $500 million game by a AAA publisher did not have a game in their first 
in their first issue. Yeah. In Vanilla Destiny. But now with Taken King, there's an actual story. Are people calling it Vanilla Destiny? Yeah, because Vanilla is kind of like the reference to like the original version. So okay. like, I don't know why they call it Vanilla, but it's like... Because it had no story. Most people rag on vanilla, and it's my favorite flavor. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not even like a. It's not even a put down of vanilla. It's just like vanilla is kind of like the base flavor, I guess. Right. And then everything right. else is built upon that. So, like, I think that's why they call it. I don't know, nerds. You can connect or correct me if you want, but or I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So Destiny in its original iteration was it's no story. It was mm-hmm. basically just the pure shooter with a lot of grinding. The Taken King now is uh is uh, just way better. There's an actual story. Like there are a lot of Easter eggs to find. Um, they corrected a lot of the issues with like random awards. Mm-hmm. Like instead of getting just random awards for doing like next to nothing, you actually have to earn a lot of the things that okay. you find in the game. Okay. For example, there was like this one this past week where there was a certain item, a high level item that you could get. If you did a certain story mission mm-hmm. on hard in a certain amount of time. Okay. But nobody knew about it until like the day of it happening. Hmm. And then like Kotaku, Polygon, like all the gaming websites blew up in like 15 minutes. And they're like, go do this mission right now. If you do it in 10 minutes with a like a three man fire team, you might actually get it done. And if you get it done within the 10 minute time, you don't die. You'll get this specific high level item. Hmm. And the publishers have said, the people at Bungie have said like, there, there's more. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't, you know, we're not going to tell you about it. They're just going to keep dropping randomly. But you're going to find out about them. That's cool. And like, so it's, it's definitely a better game. Um, if you're thinking about getting to Destiny and you thought that it was uh, not your thing, it might be your thing. Now. Or it was going through those trials and tribulations at the beginning with people, right, getting a bit upset at and, it. And there were a couple articles about it too, like how they were saying the story got scrapped halfway through production, and mm-hmm. so that's why it suffered. Initially. Oh, okay. So, I mean, that might be the reason why it's so much better now. They had time to develop it. Sure. So, uh, much better game. I definitely recommend you go and play it. Um, second geek out is We Bear Bears. Yes. Well, that's a new Cartoon Network. Yeah. Adult it's Swim. Or? Cartoon Network, not Adult Swim. Okay. Um, it's kind of in the 6 to 10 age range. I don't, I don't even know what the age range is. Oh, but, really? Um, it's on in the afternoons and early evenings uh-huh. for the most part. So it kind of hits that demographic, I uh-huh. think, for the kids. It's very PG, but the jokes and like a lot, like I laugh at it, genuinely laugh at it, not like laughing because my son is happy about it. <laughs> right, right. Like it's, it's really kind of funny. And huh. like, a, like a lot of the, like Bobby Moynihan is one of the voices of the bears. Yep. He's yep. the panda bear. Um, and Dimitri Martin is a ice bear pen or ice bear. Yeah, his name is Ice Bear, but he's a polar bear. Right, right. <laughs> Anna's looking at me like, you fucking <laughs> But, like, you know. Don't as, even know what polar bears are called. <laughs> like, as a parent, like, you know, you struggle to find something that you can watch with your child that doesn't right. drive you fucking batshit insane. Right, right. Because there's only so much, like, Thomas and Thomas and Friends and Caillou and all that bullshit that you can take before you just want to die. <laughs> like, like you're just like, oh, life, leave me because fuck this shit already. I'm right, tired of right. And so, like, you you struggle to find these shows. And, like, you know, it's not just about you also. It's about, you know, your child and what not just what is good for them, but Mm -hmm. what they actually want to watch. And we have somehow managed to find, like, common ground on We Bear Bears. So, like, I DVR, like, all the episodes. Mm. And, like, we just watch them whenever we're both in front of the TV. And, like, we're both pretty entertained entertained by it. Yeah, yeah. uh, We have a good time. And I definitely recommend it if, I mean, my son's two and a half. Yeah. It's probably not 
for his age group, but we watch it anyway. Mm. Don't tell me how to be a parent. <laughs> um, is there a common premise in the show, or is it more just like uh, episodic, these bears on adventures type um, I mean, the, the, the common themes are that, that did somehow these bears live amongst humanity and oh, nobody okay. questions it. Yeah. Like, there's just these, like, anthropomorphic bears that nobody questions. But they're still bears. I mean, they do bear things. They sure, live in the sure. woods. It's like, and but they, they have, like, friends that are humans, and uh, there's just one sort of this is one little girl her name's chloe like she's kind of the friends with the bears mm-hmm. she's not a main character but she's in a lot of the episodes and like um i just it's just like their little misadventures okay like um you know they 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 go into like a lot of like uh pop culture and stuff like they they have a uh, grizzly bear is obsessed with this thing called everyone's tube which is supposed to be like their version of youtube okay and um there's a lot of common themes throughout like pop culture and memes and stuff like that so like it it translates well for people in our generation i think because they know what the subject matter is about but it's also toned down to the level that you know it's it's good for kids okay cool definitely recommend it if you have people that you want to watch tv with who are in that age range Um, or me or yeah i mean it's for adults too i think (laughs) yeah it's kind of like adventure time you know like it's it translates well i think my third one is uh this show that's debuting on November 15th called Into the Badlands. Oh, uh, that a, looked good. Yeah, that looks really good. It's an AMC show. I guess it's in the future, right? It is it in the future? It looks like it is, yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's sort of like this like post, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic, but it's like this world where like these seven gangs have sort of taken over. Mm-hmm. And it's a story of this one guy who is the, I guess he's the uh, assistant to one of the major gang lords okay and he's going on a quest through the land and they don't say what that quest is about hmm. but his, it's play the guy is played by daniel Wu, who if you know anything about like kung fu movies and um, movies out of china he's very popular he's uh very handsome like the women the, the ladies love him mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh like he's and he I, I, he looks i mean i don't want to use the stereotype but he's kind of like a kung fu master yeah and uh, everybody kind of has like their own fighting style like the reason why i gravitated towards it because it looks so like anime-esque oh okay it really does it's like this like this ambiguous world that's split into these seven kingdoms Mm -hmm. and these seven kingdoms are ruled by gangs and each gang sort of has like has like their own power and that's cool kind of like supernatural or something to it so it's uh november 15th uh you can see the trailer online and uh i'm definitely gonna give it a look and yeah even even visually it's got that amc cinematic mm-hmm. kind of like it just looks like a super high quality show like the first shot in the commercial is a motorcycle going down a road but like on the side of the road are these like gorgeous red flowers and it's just got this like expansive look to it and you're like okay they're spending a lot of money on this show like this is gonna be a really high quality and when i saw it i remember thinking like wow this is very reminiscent of like crouching tiger yeah absolutely cinematic quality yeah Mm -hmm. and then later on like 10 seconds later from the, some of the creators like, <laughs> I'm like oh that makes sense yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. looks awesome I yeah. just saw the commercials for it last night for the first time because yeah. I was uh, catching up on Fear the Walking Dead and they kept showing it and I'm like oh I might have to watch that yeah. cool that's it alright uh, my first geek out is one that I know Paul is super excited <laughs> about not to kill another like 25-30 minutes in the episode <laughs> so uh, we do plan on doing an entire episode recap in the near future but I am completely caught up on Game of Thrones nice so uh, yeah just nice. just know that we're gonna be 
doing that full episode sometime soon, I hope, because I have so many things I'd like to talk about. (laughs) And I am at the point where, like, I do see how, like, binge watching versus watching things real time does matter Mm -hmm. because I don't think I'm retaining all the events and the names and the whatnot because I'm not having the weekly discussions Mm -hmm. that everybody else is. So things have kind of slipped out of my memory. So there is a part of me that might like go back and look at some of the previous season stuff to kind of just like put together my ideas. Like I know there are a lot of things I want to talk about right away just off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. But there's also things that I probably wanted to talk about and then got four more seasons away from. And then, oh, I want to come back to that. And I just need to be reminded. Well, it's kind of like if you like Game of Thrones is like it's almost as if. You know, it's like a river delta sort of, you know, mm-hmm. like it starts off as a like one stream yeah. and then it just splinters off into all these other stories. I mean, I don't blame you for not remembering or retaining a lot of the stuff because I mean, when I like without those conversations, you know, those weekly conversations with coworkers and mm-hmm. friends and stuff like, you know, you you pick up on a lot of the things that you might have missed because you have other perspectives to to get it from. But, right, right. Like. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. And there is. Point, so. And there's a lot of storylines that I could definitely do without. Oh, yeah. Because they're just not they're either not paying off fast enough or falling into the background or mm-hmm. I just don't care about the characters. And I'm like the whole Theon Greyjoy thing. Yeah. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Don't care at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, The whole thing with Bran and the three eyed Raven. I know it's supposed to be intriguing and everything. They're not spending enough time on it yeah. for me to care. And and I really don't care about Bran anyway. Right. So Cause you were saying a couple like a couple months ago when you were in that area where like they they just kind of showed up at one point. Yeah. And they were yeah. Like why? Yeah. Yeah. Like five minute like show up for like five minutes and then disappear for the rest of the series. Right. Like, right. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I am excited to talk about it in the near future. That's funny that you say that because like the Theon Greyjoy thing and the the brand thing i mean those are two storylines that are going to blow up this coming season casting announcements have kind of revealed right. yeah yeah so, yeah are you kind of like at that point where like anytime you see something that's trending on game of thrones you're like give it give it to me give it to me i need it <laughs> i actually don't think i am like i was really bummed when i did catch up and there was no more to watch mm-hmm. but i do feel like it was like at the right time because now the fall season's starting and I needed my life back to, <laughs> yeah, to yeah. devote some of my watching time to all the new things that are coming out. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have an email chain with uh, some coworkers and former coworkers that's like 50 messages long at this point. It's just like, like <laughs> all this stuff, like rumors, videos, yeah. like just... Yeah. Yeah. Anna's so out of this conversation. She's like, I don't, I don't watch it. I like leaning back and glazing over. <laughs> so now you know how I feel when it's walking dead time. Pretty much. <laughs> uh, my next geek out and my last geek out is I've talked before about Don't Starve on here for sure. I've played Don't Starve Together a lot, which is same thing except multiplayer. There are some different options with the game, uh, the game too, but I, I don't know how I just kind of ignored this part about it, because when I was in college, we were all about modding games. We played so many modded games that if you ask me, like, what the original game was like, sometimes I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Like, we played one game in college, Max Payne, but I enjoyed playing the Matrix mod for it way more mm-hmm. than I enjoyed playing Max Payne itself. So there are mods for Don't Starve Together and for Don't Starve. And Steam is actually really good about including mods in their community. There's a whole Steam Workshop section where if the game is moddable, 
you can go in and just upload your mods there. People rate them. You download them right from there. I almost felt like I had to hack an old game to get mods in it. Mm -hmm. It was such a challenge. But now it's just hit the install button and the mods in there. And it's being like curated by Steam. It's so friggin' useful. But the thing that I like so far the best in the Don't Starve Together mods are some of the characters that you can bring in. And people are making all sorts of other ones. So uh, I have Strong Bad. (laughs) <laughs> in in there and they're doing it in the right art style too so it feels like it fits within the game which is really cool so i was using strong bad someone made morty from rick and morty <laughs> and he said he was going to make rick too but rick's not yet created uh-huh. and they can alter the stats of these characters too so they're not just visual uh-huh. so uh the sanity is one of the meters in the game that can go up or down depending on how you're playing and Morty's character will automatically gain sanity when he's around Rick, even though I think like maybe it should be the reverse. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's an Iron Man one uh, where like the rain will damage him and stuff. And there's oh, a Deadpool nice. one where he slowly regenerates. And it's it's very cool. I love having that. The, those options and some of the mods too actually fix some of my gripes with the game, which mm-hmm. is always super useful, like non-character ones where they're just incorporating other things that seem like why was this particular control set not included or Mm -hmm. why does this item exist here and it doesn't meld with this other item when it so logically should a lot of those things are being fixed kind of by the community so even though you're not necessarily playing the exact same game the way it was intended i feel like i'm playing a better version of it Mm -hmm. so who really cares you know right yeah you know yeah yeah freak outs oh freak out anna i I have no money right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm so broke right now. Oh, no. And it's, like, stressing me out, like, really, like, so that I can't sleep at night. Like, I'm paying, you know, my mortgage and everything. That's fine. But, like, I can't, like, I, I was supposed to buy, my my photo teacher wanted me to get filters for my lenses so that if you, like, drop it, you don't crack your lens or mm-hmm. whatever. And he's like, everybody needs filters on their lenses. But they're, like, 30 bucks a piece. And I don't have $60. Like, I'm at the point where, like, I don't even have $60. Oh, my God. Like, well, because what I did was, um, okay, let me, where do I start? So, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> my husband Yikes. and I, right now, currently, as I speak, have five cars. So, what happened was, I had one car, and he had three cars. Mm-hmm. And one of my cars is really impractical, so I wasn't driving it. So I was driving his Jeep Grand Cherokee. But then the radiator cracked, mm-hmm. and it needed new tires, and it needed a transfer case and a steering box, and it just started falling apart because it's like Lord. a 2003, and that's kind of like the age where they start to fall apart. Mm-hmm. So it was going to cost like an arm and a leg to fix this car, and this other car came in because he works at a shop slash dealership. So this um Cherokee Classic came in that was like ready to go, like didn't need anything so we decided to like swap out the two cars but like he hasn't sold his grand cherokee yet so it's still in the driveway and mm-hmm. i bought my new car and i still have my old car oh. so i have like a car payment but i haven't sold the other cars yet so like next month the beginning of next month like my insurance is going to come in and my car payment's going to come in and i haven't sold my truck yet so i have no money like i can't afford this car and i bought it anyway right kind of thing like saying i'm gonna buy i'm gonna sell my truck because my truck's worth more than the jeep i just bought so mm-hmm. you know so it should be of, a profitable endeavor I gambled but... a little bit <laughs> and i'm like okay guys okay craigslist like somebody buy my fucking truck because yeah. it's, you know so i'm like, I mean, hopefully it's going to be temporary, but I'm like literally like saving all my pennies and it's getting a little scary because like Christmas is coming mm-hmm. and my two, I have two sisters that have birthdays in October and 
just so I'm like, and I want to buy stuff for my photo class and can't I can't even right. take the intermediate class like right. I, I know he's going to want me to and I can't I don't have the money mm-hmm. so like for the probably the first time in my life I'm like I've never not had like I've never been this broke like I'm so broke and it's freaking me out oh yeah and then a lot of stuff at work has been going kind of weird like there's been a lot of changes and like kind of scary stuff going on there too so mm-hmm. I'm like hopefully like I can keep my job you know what I mean like I'm kind of looking for a new job but at the same time like I can't be without work for a day right now like I have no no money you know what I mean so I'm like I've never been this stressed out about money before I'm like literally freaking out about it it's kind of awful and I'm just crossing my fingers so if anybody wants an 85 Dodge Ram Charger (coughs) (laughs) you can find me on Facebook but I, I need from to sell. a podcasting celebrity. I need to. I need to sell. I'll sign it for you. Um, <laughs> I need. I need to sell that truck. Yeah. Like, it's starting to get a little scary. So we might put it on eBay. Initially, we didn't want to because you have to pay a fee. Mm-hmm. But like, if I'm asking seven for it and some weirdo in Wisconsin wants it for nine, then I don't mind paying eBay. Right. Fee. You know what I mean. Right. So it all. Hopefully, that won't be too much of a gamble either. We'll try to put the minimum amount on for what I can afford to pay eBay for, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Have you tried Yikes. looking for a, like a forum for enthusiasts of your specific car or for your genre of cars? No, no. Because, uh, like, I personally, like, I, when I bought my car long ass time ago, that thing is about as old as your Cherokee, 2003. Um, I joined a, a Subaru forum. It's a national Subaru forum that has a New England chapter. Mm-hmm. And they actually helped me get like a lot of stuff for my car. And they do really good work in actually selling member cars on the forum. They just connect people. They don't oh, actually cool. act as a dealership, but right. they sell, they, they help pe- connect people and, you know, things move very quickly. And so whenever somebody's having a problem selling a car, I would suggest that they try and go and find a forum because in this internet age, there's a forum for everything. Yeah. You'd be surprised. Like, just you be know? careful where you delve into that forum because yeah. you know that there are all those weird uh, weirdos out there marrying their cars and shit these days. So there's probably <laughs> some like fan fiction weird part of the forum where it's just nonsense like car I'm, romance. I'm pretty sure there's a Dodge forum. Oh, I'm sure there um, is. In, a new, in like a New England with a New England chapter. That's and Jeeps have very like loyal followings. Yeah. Well, the Jeep he's going to sell to his boss because it needs so much work. So his boss is going to buy it, okay. fix it up and resell it because he's a dealer. So we're not sure, worried about sure. that. It's just that it's in 50,000 pieces in the middle of driveway. So he has to put it back together mm-hmm. and, you know, get it drivable to get it to work so right. it's, he just hasn't had time because he he's in a wedding band so every weekend like i don't even see him anymore but the truck the thing about it is it's such a specific thing like i've had people tell me like you're asking seven it's worth 10 i'm like it's worth 10 to a very specific person mm-hmm. i'm like so show me the money you know what i mean i'm mm-hmm. like i just gotta find that one guy that's like got a major heart on for this truck and like right. wants to buy mm-hmm. it right so that's a really good idea paul i'm probably gonna google that tonight definitely but. check the forums because like i mean I had a problem selling an exhaust piece that I had for a long time, and I just never even thought of going to the forum. A minute I posted the picture on the forum, five minutes later I got a call. Nice. I was, I was wow. Like, I'll, I'll buy it for your price. And I was like, 
wow okay you want to buy my tires too he's like he's like yeah yeah i'll buy them and i was like what nice like i mean like it's like crazy i have some other stuff i could sell yeah (laughs) like do you want to buy my son like (laughs) like i have like all this like this car related stuff that i need to liquidate because i like didn't have any room for it Mm right and you'd be surprised just how quickly people will snap it up awesome definitely give it a try very good idea what else you freaking out about the other thing is like the only reason I even bring it up is because it happened to me and my sister. So okay. it's like a personality type, I guess, that like has been driving me crazy because it happened to me at work. And then she called me the other day bitching about it because it happened to her at work. And it's when people interpret what you've said or how you feel based on their mood. Right. So, you mean girls? Like, no. No, actually. Well, mine mine was a girl. My sister's was a guy. Okay. So you say something and that person is so absorbed in their own head that they like project on you like what you meant. Right. And I'm personally like a super honest person. I don't say stuff if I don't mean it. I don't. Like mm-hmm. I sometimes it gets on people's nerves because I'm like brutally honest. But I don't do that girl thing like where I'm going to hold in and say one thing and mean another. So I'm at work and like whatever, me and this person got in a fight. And later she came downstairs and I said, okay, stop. I said, what's wrong? And she said, well, you said this because this. And I'm like, no, that didn't happen. Like, I said this because I meant this. Right. Not because I meant that. I said the thing I said because I meant the thing I said. Exactly. Right. And she totally, like, just flipped out, like, this is what you really meant to say, and I know what you th- you think, and, like, that just irritates the crap out of me. And then my sister called me, and it was the exact same thing. Like, she asked her boss if she could come in early, because mm-hmm. she had, like, stuff to do later in the day. And she works at a farm, so there's some freaking matter what time you get there right, like you right. can pick vegetables at 5 a.m you can pick <laughs> vegetables at 9 a.m yeah so she was like hey um you know i think it was labor day weekend so it was a holiday and mm-hmm. she's like do you think i could go you know i want to come in early so that i can leave early and go whatever it's labor day and he goes don't bother coming in at all and she didn't talk to him and didn't talk to him so then she called this other coworker, and she's like do you know what his problem is and she he goes yeah he said that like you wanted to come in early and he just doesn't think you give a shit about this place anymore because she wanted to come in early right that's weird right yeah that's really weird yeah i want to be for you here earlier than usual right because I don't care. Because I don't care. But in his brain, that translated to like, she just wanted to leave. You know what I mean? Like, she Mm. didn't want to be here. She wanted to get in and get out and like, she doesn't give a shit anymore. That's so weird. And it's just so like, I just don't understand why people, like, I wish that people, especially in a professional situation, like Mm -hmm. both of these things happen to us at work. Be professional. Yeah. Like, take things at face value. Look at the behavior of your employee and see whether or not they're behaving poorly or not. I feel like anytime people do that, it's based on past experience where they're interpreting whatever just happened to that past experience and right. saying, well, this is going to be the outcome because that's what it was then. Right. And that then that's what's so irritating about it is it's completely that person. Right. And they're projecting all these negative things. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and then you're in a pissed off mood and you're like, wait a minute, I was in a fine mood. Like, I was fine. Yeah. But this other person has now projected this thing onto me that's not even true and like ruined my whole day because of their own mood. And it's just like, especially, particularly in a, in a work environment. Right. Fucking don't do that. And it always blindsides you because obviously you had no, like you said, you said, what you said and you meant what you said. Right. 
so you weren't expecting, oh, maybe this person's going to interpret this any other way than what I said it as because you don't have that context. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And then I, so that's why when she walked through later, I was like, what just happened? Like, because right. I don't know what happened. Right. Like, you, you're in charge of this situation because you made it explode. And it was just kind of wild because it was like me and my sister were talking about it. And we're like, wow, the like exact same thing happened to us. And people suck. Like people just suck. Yeah. Like I wish, you know, like I said, sometimes I get on people's nerves, but it's just a better way to live when you're just honest. Just say what you mean. I agree. Just do it. You know, lasso of truth. Oh, my God. (laughs) But so it's just been like it's been a really stressful, probably like a month of just me being like ripping my hair out. So I'm really excited for New York. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Like everything's going to disappear. It's going to be awesome. I think it's just it must be the time of year or something, because, I mean, my wife had something, too, like at work where something blew up and then somebody just came up to like she's like the most likable person in that company right Mm -hmm. now. And something just blew up and then somebody came and yelled at her and she's like, what? Like, I I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Literally, like what you were saying, somebody projecting their whatever it is, insecurities, bad emotions, negativity, whatever. that just explodes out of them and like onto somebody else. It's like, whoa, like what's going on? Is it like this time of year? Is there like know. a weird full moon that I don't know about? There like, is a super moon tomorrow night. Oh, is that the blood moon? The super blood moon? I don't know moon? if it's the blood moon, but it's definitely a super moon. Super mega hyper blood <laughs> moon. <laughs> For those of you hearing this on Monday, it was last night. Sorry. <laughs> you missed it. You missed it. Unless you saw it. Good for you. <laughs> uh, Paulo? Uh, my my freakouts are a little personal as well. My first one is CrossFitters and non-CrossFit gyms. Now, hear me out. <laughs> oh, you could stop at CrossFitters, right? <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't, I don't mind. I don't really care. I'm, I'm all for it if you're out there and you're getting your exercise and you're getting fit, right? Whether it's with CrossFit or not, that's, that's not the problem. My okay. problem is with like, just the fucking small-mindedness that. I don't know what happens to people when they go to CrossFit. They pay like $200 a month to mm-hmm. like shrink their world into thinking that they are the only person that exists. Right. But right. like for some reason, like they go to the, and then they, they go to a CrossFit gym and then they're like, they, they start thinking like, Oh, I'm going to get all of this. I'm going to get all this fitness out of it. I'm going to get all jacked. But then like four months later, they're like, Holy shit, this is $200 a month that right. I don't have that I'm right. putting into a gym where I could just be paying like anywhere from like 10 to, 30 bucks a month mm-hmm. and go to like Boston sports clubs or some, you know, some other small local gym and get the same workout. And so they kind of like, they, they go into this new environment with the same attitude. Right. Right. And they just, they take up all this space. <laughs> they, they unrack all the weights. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm doing a circuit. This is my wad. Right. Like, Okay, one, what the fuck is a wad? <laughs> I don't have I, your personal problems are your personal problems. The only wad I know comes also with an S key on my keyboard. Uh, yeah. W-A-S-D. Yeah. Like it, it. Okay. That's great for you. But also, you know, there are 30 other people in this gym that right. need to use the same equipment. These five are mine. Yeah. Like they, 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 they just go to the squat rack and that's like their environment. That's like their thing. They're like, this is mine. 
oh mine my precious squat rack and you're like the fuck dude you know like you like somebody could work in with you i mean i would kind of wish volpe was here because i feel like he would be right of the same mind right you know i feel like i have this visual in my head of like someone moving like three or four machines into one corner and taking all the free benches and just like making a, a wall, wall around them like this is my kingdom <laughs> yeah, exactly. i will do all the exercises <laughs> i'll I like okay so every wednesday there's this guy that shows up at my gym that like kind of does that mm -hmm. like he he unracks like all the dumbbells literally like from like i think from the 60 pound to the 25 pounds yeah and there's two sets of each two sets of each weight from 60 to 25 he unracks all of them and he puts them on the floor so that he can do his wad or whatever the fuck that is <laughs> And like, and like, if God forbid somebody goes and picks up one of those weights, yeah. some poor little girl who's just trying to work her arms so that she doesn't have the arm fat for the fucking wedding that she's going right, to in right. two months. God forbid she goes and picks up a 25 pound dumbbell. And now she gets emotionally scarred and eats all the ice cream at home instead oh of working out. Yeah, The guy flips out on her and everybody's like, dude, chill the fuck out. Yeah, like she just wants to get her workout, and you don't need. My water. She's like, no, my one. Like the kind of the running joke among non CrossFit people is like, oh, dude, looks like he just blew his wallet. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, like, oh man, I have nothing, no problems with like the way that you exercise, the the form or lack thereof. Right. You know, that's not my issue. My issue is that you go into the gym and you you just monopolize everything. Mm -hmm. That's not what you should be doing gyms yeah. are for sharing yeah for sure everybody pays the same amount of money right. yep like it's actually why i stopped going to a gym is because any gym i had a, a counter mm -hmm. or whatever at there's so many people that like i had to wait for machines all the time and i'm like you know what if i'm like i do like working out in circuits mm -hmm. i understand that mentality yeah. even though i'm not a crossfitter but i was like you know what i'm gonna do I'll get the shit I need to do it at home mm -hmm. because I don't want to monopolize other people's stuff. And I, and it takes me like way too long to do it in a gym where I'm waiting for machines right. and everything. So if that's your mentality, yeah, get your own shit, but mm -hmm. don't walk into someone else's house and be like, my wad, my wad. Yeah. <laughs> These are mine. I, I need to get my, I need to get my workout in. Sorry, bro. And it's like, right. no, don't first, don't call me bro. Cause I'll <laughs> fucking drop you on your head. Secondly, like, just let people work in with you. Yeah. Like that's not that like, hard. Back the fuck up. The only wad is in your stupid little head where your brain should be. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it just it blows my mind. It's like it's literally first grade bullshit. Yeah, you know, like people not sharing. Like it's unbelievable. <laughs> I just pictured this like little mousy guy like with weights, <laughs> like hugging them, like you know, my stuff. <laughs> it and it's so funny because you think oh that there's God. a type, mm -hmm. but there's no type. No, like it's just like all kinds of people are just assholes. Like it just it's unbelievable. Like from the smallest dudes to like the biggest jack dude. and the biggest jack dudes that like are former CrossFitters. You're like. All right, maybe we we just leave that guy alone. Yeah, because <laughs> he's getting fucking aggressive in that corner. I don't right, want right. to go over there. But you know, some of like a general attitude, like please just be more more considerate. It's, everybody shares the same equipment. Like, there's no need for you to get fucking aggro. Always, always apply Wheaton's law. Don't be a dick. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Don't be a dick. Right.
but it's hard when they're ugh. anyway. <laughs> and my second geek out or freak out, sorry. Uh, my second freak out is how my fantasy football season is going. I know it's not something that really works into the theme, but I get into, well. You started with fantasy, yeah, and then you ended with football. football. So I was in, <laughs> and then I took a hard left. It's, I mean, you know, it's like jock D and D. So yeah, oh yeah, I get it. I get the yeah. appeal. Trust me, I just I wish I cared about football. Yeah, then I'd probably enjoy it. Like I play it. I play with. A, in a league with a bunch of my friends and like my my season is fucking done first of all i played the number one like uh, my first game of the season was against the number one team in our okay. league he's just fucking stacked like had all these great players yeah and destroyed me and then my second week like two of my main players get hurt and like they're they're big point producers mm-hmm. and so there's no replacing those people especially in this current league like it's hard for me to trade with other people because they're like for everybody's very precious over like the you know the number of points that they sure, score sure. so it's it's difficult to like broker a trade and so uh, they're, they're probably listening to this right now. So if anybody wants to make a trade, I desperately need to replace Des Bryant. So please help me out. That's it. Those are my two free. And guys. if your players do CrossFit, keep them to your fucking self. Yeah, keep them in the fucking corner where they belong. <laughs> Okay, uh, my first freakout is the iOS 9 update that we recently got. There are some nice things about it, but I feel like every time there is an update to one of the iOS systems, it, it is not without its new problems that they cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first issue of mine, and this is a very minor one, I mean, in the grand scheme, who gives a fuck about my game progress whatsoever, but the only game I really play on my iPhone is Jetpack Joyride. Mm-hmm. It's old. It's like, I feel like it's the original game they released. <laughs> it's it's the snakes of the iPhone. <laughs> yeah. It's been on there forever. But it's the one that I will go to if like I'm in a line waiting for something mm-hmm. or I'm downstairs waiting for my fucking toast to pop up. Like I'll play <laughs> Jetpack Joyride. All my game progress wiped uh, when the iOS 9 update. Now, I probably could have solved this by doing like cloud saving, but I just do not buy into the whole cloud saving thing because my data is way too precious to me mm-hmm. to put into some potentially hackable cloud up in the sky. Mm-hmm. So uh, all that gone, starting from scratch, and, and it sucks because I had almost everything unlocked as far as like the unbuyables or whatever, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Minor <laughs> thing, minor thing. Uh, but uh, the other problem that iOS 9 caused is that it's promoting a word... I don't really like too much. I know what you're talking about. Selfies. In its own <laughs> fucking album. Yeah. Uh, There's a separate album for selfies? You didn't know this? I oh did my not God. see that. Have you updated? So yeah. stupid. Okay. I ran into it by accident. So uh, the, the first thing is that during that Apple press event or whatever they do to go over all the updates and stuff, they announced that the front-facing camera would no longer be called the front-facing camera. It's now the selfie cam. <laughs> so strike one, you sons of bitches. <laughs> then I'm going through my phone the other day and I don't take selfies. Mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> I set up. Now, people have accused me of taking selfies. Uh-huh. They'll be like, well, I see pictures of you all the time. I'm like, am I holding anything? Uh-huh. Aside from a DVD. <laughs> Am I holding anything aside from a DVD, cupcakes, or other baked goods? Yeah, right? No. 
they categorized this picture as a selfie. That's hilarious. Uh, if you're not, if you, people who can't see that, obviously it's Anna's <laughs> dog's face, uh, which would be fucking talented <laughs> if that were the case. My dog's amazing. Oh, yeah. and this one too, which makes zero sense because they're in the back of the car. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Sense. So <laughs> visual stuff on a podcast. <laughs> so, um, not only that, but I was looking at my uh, albums the other day because I wanted to show someone a picture of my Batman costume because we were talking about it in conversation. And then I always pull up the picture or whatever. And I noticed that one of the albums is called Selfies. And I'm like, I I definitely didn't create that. That <laughs> nice. is not my work. I don't think I've ever typed that word in my entire life. Mm-hmm. So uh, you go in the folder and it's like auto sorted Anything that has like a face recognition, I don't know if it's looking for angles of what a selfie generally is or because sometimes it'll be more than one person, too, Yeah, which is not a selfie. I don't care how many people say that is Mm -hmm. holding your phone up at yourself and taking a picture is not always a selfie. If there's two people there, it is no longer self. (laughs) <laughs> like that is going to give people existential crises that I don't even want to think about <laughs> right now. Due to my pet pictures, it's leading me to believe that it's anything taken with the front facing camera. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. which is the dumbest idea I've ever heard in my right. life. Why the fuck do I want those in a separate album? Yeah. Why? And if I want it in a separate album. I would have sorted. This is you two all over again. If I wanted the album, I would have downloaded it. And if I wanted to put them in and just ask me first. Right, right. Do you right, want right. to use the selfie album? No, no. Never. Can I lock that option for the rest of my life? No. Tim Cook, if you happen to be listening to this podcast for some way out there reason a you have too much time on your hands get back to work and undo these crappy changes and then b get back to work and undo these crappy changes and c your iphone audience is not exclusively 14 year old girls yeah so there are some other people that use your products yeah Yeah. it is the most narcissistic thing i've ever heard in my life taking selfies no not taking them having a separate album for it like oh quick i need a picture of me quick Right. Like right. I need another I need a picture of me now. Um the quickest way to find one is to go to my special selfie album right. because I need, you know, another picture of Where's me the pu- album puckering of my lips me. at my fucking phone. I like, only want me. Like if you think about it too, right? Like if somebody is so self involved that they want a picture of themselves, how hard is it gonna be really for them to find a picture of themselves on the phone right. that they own? Like it's probably the first picture on, <laughs> right, on their phone. Right, right. Like do you really need a people who album? need a selfies folder? That's all they take anyway. <laughs> so it really doesn't do anyone any good to include that. I don't really like and this isn't just the selfie one. I don't really like how it separates all my stuff. And it did that before, too. Yeah. Like before the selfies, like they put the panoramas separate, put the videos separate. The like, other weird I thing, too, I didn't ask you to split my pictures up. The other weird thing, too, is it must be adding data to photos that we're not totally aware of. Because I have photos that have been sent to me by other people that I've saved on my phone that I put in the selfies folder. So I didn't take that picture. Right. So what data is it pulling out of that photo to know that it was taken with the front-facing camera? I'm not using the new name. No. (laughs) I'm not doing it. No. But that's just weird. I want to undo that option. I haven't really spent the time. Like, it's not concerned me to the point where I'm like, how do I undo this? I'll leave it all there. You probably can't. You probably can't. But I do want to get, like, 
in touch with some real smart Apple person to like hack my phone because there's just way too much shit on there I don't use. I have a folder, a whole folder that I entitled useless because it's like the stocks. Yes. Um, don't care. There's a new app now that came with it called news. Yeah. Don't no, care. Not using it. Nope. Like I have a whole folder cause I like, I to got keep- some news for you. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> I keep my, I keep my icons really like organized. So yeah. I have everything I don't use in a folder called yeah. useless and it's a full, it's full. There's a lot of stuff in <laughs> there. There's so much. There's stuff. so many things in that folder right. and it's taking up space on my phone. It's taking up space. I can't imagine stocks is something used by a wide audience. No. I feel like if you monitor stocks, you probably have a separate app for right. it. Right. You're like hardcore into it and right. like would have a specialized app for that. Absolutely. Ugh. Like one thing I like I was kind of give so uh, much anger. <laughs> Anybody want a cookie? I brought cookies. <laughs> Don't eat on the podcast. But we're what? eating on the podcast. We eat on the podcast all the time. When we're doing taste tests. Well, I made these from scratch. Well, well this is working. <laughs> <laughs> That was said with the biggest puppy dog eyes you've given me in years. I don't cook very often. Jesus, Rob, I'm going to eat one. Eat it. Eat the cookie. Should I go into my last freak out while you're eating? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, My last one is a freak out, but fortunately it turned. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, so good. You don't understand. And I haven't had a cookie in like a month. Mmm. Oh, Rob is so mad at us right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like to freak him out by disorganizing everything. I know you do. Throwing things around, mixing it up. Hold on, let me get in closer. (laughs) (laughs) Now it sounds like something else is happening, and it's not Mm. cookie eating. Mm, Did you put salt in there? Mm, That's delicious. Mm. Welcome to NPR Cookie Eating. <laughs> Paulo. I'm, I'm your host, Paulo. Today we'll be talking about Anna's delicious cookies. What kind of cookies are you eating over there, Paul? I think they're cranberry white chocolate. Cranberry white chocolate. They're actually mm. lemon blueberry. Wow. Um either <laughs> <laughs> I guess they don't taste like what they're supposed to taste like. <laughs> <laughs> Cranberry white chocolate, <laughs> lemon blueberry. <laughs> he swings and he misses. <laughs> Is it has it just been that long since Paul's had a cookie? It's been a long time. He forgets what flavor is. Yeah. What is flavor? I've been eating vegetables for too long. I only know the flavors of vegetables and meat. <laughs> okay. Um, what were you freaking out about, Ralph? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Uh, so my last freak out was I had expressed before how my router was giving me issues and I thought it was due to it being some sort of like humidity thing. And that's why my internet was dropping. Maybe it was a cable outside. Turns out it was my router. My router was just shit in the bed and it did totally like cut out on me. The power, everything would light up all the lights that you see on the router and then just all collectively shut off. Like we give up. (laughs) <laughs> We're just not doing this anymore. Oh. So I had to get rid of that. Mind you, this is after I bought a new cable modem because I thought maybe the cable modem was the problem, which I needed to upgrade anyway to take care of, uh, make use of Comcast's new protocol so I could get up to speed. Inter- <laughs> but <laughs> I know, mumble, mumble. But the new router that I got wasn't what I was going to get because it's way more powerful than it needs to be. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
but when you see a good deal, <laughs> you want the good deal. So I ended up getting a Netgear Nighthawk, which is an almost $200 router. Whoa. And I wasn't going to do that because I found something in like the $150 range or a little lower that I was maybe looking at. But then for the price of what it would have normally been a Netgear Nighthawk for like $10 cheaper than the normal price of one on Amazon, they were throwing in a one terabyte external hard drive, mm. which is a value of like 80 bucks. Mm-hmm. So why the hell would I not take advantage of that? Yeah. So what it does, too. So th- there's a bunch of good things about the Netgear Nighthawk. The antenna and the range is amazing. Uh, it's the first one I've had that includes like 5G capability. Mm-hmm. So I have increased speeds, even if the area is a lim- little more limited. But I can create different Wi-Fi accounts so that if people have a device that uses the 5G, they could use that or they can use the normal one or... I created a guest account so that all my devices use one. And if someone else logs onto my network through the guest account, it's not interfering with all my normal devices anymore. They're all separate, which is really cool. It's able to handle. I have so many Wi-Fi devices in this house. It's stupid. And it's able to handle them all flawlessly as opposed to my other router that clearly that's probably I killed it. <laughs> you killed it. I put it in front of a firing squad of Wi-Fi <laughs> devices and I pulled the trigger and it just couldn't take it anymore. So <laughs> your other router was like, no, no, but this is my Instacube. I'm turning it on. Oh, no. let's turn on the tablet. Wait, let me connect this printer. blood all over (laughs) but then the netgear nighthawk was like here is all the internet and you're like the internet lives in this room yeah so the uh the external hard drive is an awesome thing too because the reason it comes with this is that there are usb ports on the nighthawk and I just love saying Nighthawk. That's like a pretty <laughs> badass name for a right. router. Right. And it looks like a stealth sort of bomber type design. Over there. Yeah. So you plug uh, the one terabyte drive into it and you basically create your own Dropbox mm. off this drive. So I'll be able to create like a shared drive for the geek generation and we can just dump our stuff in there and all have access to it all the time. Which Sweet. is pretty cool. Still figuring out how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he will let us know. But when I do, <laughs> it'll be there. All I heard was dump and have access. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's pretty cool. So Freak Out turned into Geek Out. Yeah. Let's not end everything on a, a down note as we <laughs> normally do. There is one final thing I want to talk about, though, before we wrap up the show for this week. And that is uh, the AGT finals. America's Got Talent. Did anyone else watch mm-hmm. anything? Ameri- okay. So I'm talking to you guys listening in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> if you are uh, listening at all. But I've complained about AGT in the past. I'm glad Howard's done because... Mm-hmm. Just because you're like, I don't have to watch this I anymore. I'm, I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> it seems so inconsistent with his brand, like to be on that show, which is kind of why he did it a for the challenge of it and uh-huh. B for the goof of it. Like yeah, yeah. I'm me <laughs> and have the the image that I do. And now I'm going to go on family television. Right. It's kind of like. PhD level trolling almost. Right, like, right, right. Let me go on network TV as like the in, the censor button of the world. Right, know? right. So uh, there were 
a lot of people in the final five that were good. There was one person who made it way too far in the contest because it was a sob story. And I hate it when that happens. Someone gets through just because they have a sob story behind them when they're clearly not one of the most talented people on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was so afraid this person was going to win the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the characters that I saw, they do duets in the the final episode while the voting's taking place and everything. So they'll have one of the people that are currently competing with a well-known artist or whatever of comparable kind of field. So they had Piff the Magic Dragon. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Mm-mm. He's wonderful. Uh, I had seen him on another show called Penn and Teller's Fool Us, uh-huh. which basically was a game showish, reality showish type thing. Right, where right, magicians right, right, right. come on, they try to fool Penn and Teller, and if they do, they get to. And Piff fooled him when oh. he was on the show. He's this guy that comes out. You guys would love him. He's super sarcastic, really funny. Wears a dragon costume. Nice. And he says, I'm I'm not my or he's I'm the the le- second best known magical dragon in history. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His brother is and then he oh, says his brother's okay. like Steve or something. Uh, like, what'd you think it was? <laughs> but um very, very funny guy. He comes out and uh does his duet with Penn and Teller. Oh, so nice. that was kind of cool to see because and they had familiarity with each other because mm-hmm. they had done this other show. They never touched on it in this, but the fact that I had watched the other one, I felt like I was in on more than the rest of the crowd. But uh, as far as like the final five go, unfortunately, Piff didn't make the final five. I don't believe it was down to uh, Paul Zerden, who was a fantastic ventriloquist. Um, Drew Lynch, who was a stuttering comedian. O's the mentalist, who was wonderful. The professional regurgitator. Let me say that again. The professional <laughs> regurgitator. So he throws up professionally. He would swallow things, make them happen. Speed them back up. And he was Scottish. So one of the things (laughs) that he would do, some of the things that he did do on the show, is here's this lock. Or he took a uh, a ring from Heidi Klum off her finger, swallowed it, like a $100,000 ring. Uh Took a lock, swallowed it. Took the key, swallowed it. Jiggle his belly around. Jiggle, 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 jiggle. Spit up the lock with the ring locked onto the lock and then spit up the key afterwards. Like, what the hell? Okay. Okay. I See, you lost me for a second because I thought you was like professional regurgitator. He just eats a bunch of food. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> he just throws up a lot. Like, he'll swallow like billiard balls and stuff. Whoa. It's insane. And the coolest thing about him, I mean, it's very entertaining to watch, but who the hell else does this? Uh-huh. So it's an amazing thing. He got voted out in fourth place. Right. For like O's the Mentalist, Stuttering Comedian, and Ventriloquist. They were the final three. O's the Mentalist goes out, and he was amazing too. Now we're down to Paul Zerden, awesome Ventriloquist, Stuttering Comedian. That's the sob story. This guy, Drew Lynch, who was like a 20, I don't know, 23, 24 year old kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fine for most of his life until he got hit by like a softball or a baseball in the head, and then he developed a stutter. Then he decided to become a comedian. Now, this is the problem that we have when you have it's it's impressive to see somebody with a disability overachieve in an area where you wouldn't expect them to. Like, you don't expect a stuttering stand up comedian is going to be that good because he constantly stutters. Problem is, and I don't see any other way to do it, really. All his material is about him stuttering, Mm -hmm. which gets old real fast. Yuck. 
Oh, so he doesn't work the stutter into his material. It's just like his material is about the stuttering. Yes. Oh, that's, I mean, you could do something where you could work the stutter into your material mm-hmm. and have it be funny. And that would work because right. you'd have some variety. Right. Right. Like he's done it as he's done the stutter as an example, like in a voice, like he'll talk like him talking to somebody else and uh-huh. have a conversation back and forth. And the joke is about the fact that he's stuttering and like taking too long to speak or something like that. Mm-hmm. Problem is when he does the other voice, he's still stuttering. Mm. So that like imagination piece, you have to make a leap yourself to kind of finish the bit for him. The other problem, too, is I can watch a stuttering comedian for the 90 seconds that they're given. The winner is getting an hour long Vegas show yeah. for like a year's time. I'm not watching a stuttering comedian. I don't care how much of a sob story he is. I'm not watching a stuttering comedian for an hour. That's exhausting. Right. Right. Especially when it's all the same type of material. And also, I mean, an hour long, like they're doing it as a contract, right? Like a year long. Yes. Yeah. An hour each night or something. Yeah. Like, is the guy really, I mean, comedians, even the greatest comedians don't produce an hour with any sort of frequency. Right. I mean. Right. Like, I know Joe Rogan, like, he writes constantly, Mm -hmm. and he's got a new hour maybe every quarter. Right. You know, that's every three months. So that's three months that you're doing the same bits Mm -hmm. in a vague. I mean, granted, Vegas is one of those places where there's a lot of turnover. Nobody really gives a shit about what you're saying. But And there are plenty of comedians that do Vegas. Yeah. Like, that's not the problem, but... Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like how it can be like exhausting to watch yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he definitely just made it through because of the story, and that just irked the shit out of me. Well, so. I mean, a lot of times with those shows, like I'm actually glad when my favorite act doesn't make it through mm-hmm. because they go off and do their own thing, and then they come up, they rise right. above it, and they right. become like a bigger deal than if they would have actually won. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually a girl now who I'm listening to, like her music, her name's Kehlani Parrish. She started off in a group that was on America's Got Talent mm-hmm. before Howard Stern was on the show. Okay. And it was kind of like this weird sort of teeny bop like uh, group that performed as a child band on the show. Okay. And they got kicked out maybe in like the semi-finals right. or something and that happens with kids all the time yeah. but that's how they learn like they're not nearly as polished as people that have right. been doing it for like 20 years and like i was actually glad that she got kicked out because she had time to develop her career and i mean coincidentally develop her body because she is fucking hot <laughs> <laughs> she went from being like nothing to like wow yeah. and now like she's got uh, like a really big that's spine. called puberty <laughs> I mean, she's she's a little bit old. I mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I think she was going through it when she was on the show. Right. Like, right. But, you know, it's not just about that. It's about like, you know, she was in this. I and mean, imagine if she had won in that group. Right. And she'd be in that like weird sort of like Backstreet Boys sort of like they're good for like a year. Yep. And then you kind yep. of forget about them. And she could have just gotten buried in the group and never really broken off on her own. Right. And now she's shining because she's on her own. Mm-hmm. She's doing her own thing. And she's able to be independent in her own person. So right. Like, right. And, and you always think about like American Idol and shows like that. Like the winners, they almost never flourish. But like the people who... Like second and third place, especially rise. They almost always rise. Yep. And they're getting like huge airplay on like, you know, the pop radio stuff. So, well, I mean, the one positive of the whole thing is that the best guy, the ventriloquist, did end up winning. And he clearly, from the beginning, everyone's like, this guy's going to win. It was so obvious so early on. Was he like a, like a ventriloquist, like that guy, the comedian? Uh, fuck, what's his name? 
Um, he's got all the doll stuff done him. The better. Oh, good. better. Like his, for one, he wasn't racist. Uh, also, <laughs> <laughs> he did some things with like technology that I've never seen Ventrocus do. Like mm-hmm. at one point, he walked off stage. Mm-hmm. He like he got in a fight with his dummy, and he walked off stage. And the dummy, and the was, dummy was like, he picked his head up, and he was like, "Is he gone?" And he started talking like. So he's using some controller off the stage to. Con- uh-huh. I was like, "Whoa!" It was an awesome, awesome moment. If I saw that, I would have been like, "Nope, nope, right, nope. right." Like, Turn the TV off. <laughs> nope. <laughs> this I'm is some out. horror movie bullshit. It was great. Another point, he brought Howie Mandel up uh-huh. and put a like remote mouth on him. Oh no! And went and sat in his judge's chair oh. and started making Howie do stuff because he was saying things and speaking for him. It's oh, really awesome. funny. I'm glad he won. Though. Yeah, yeah, great. he deserved it for sure. No doubt whatsoever. I think that's pretty much it for this week, though. So we're going to start wrapping this up. Final thoughts or something you'd like to plug, Anna? I have a 1985 Dodge Ram Charger. That <laughs> um, it's in really good shape. It's got 64,000 original miles on it, and it's really pretty. So if you know anybody that likes trucks, buy my truck. <laughs> Please. I've seen the pictures, guys. It's a very nice Gorgeous. track. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they can email podcast at thegeekgeneration.com and I'll forward it to you. Sure. Okay. Uh, also, don't forget to check out Anna's episode recently of Random Movie Club. Oh, yeah. Where we discussed John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, yeah. That we was did just that. last week. Yeah. Paulo? Uh, if you want to play Destiny, hit me up on Xbox One, uh, FPO45. Please just, just please send me a message and say that you listen to the Geek Generation. I've been getting like, like game invites from people mm-hmm. and i don't know if they're complete randoms or if there's actually or if, if they're, they're listeners listening. yeah if you're a listener just say i listen to the geek jet i will gladly play with you i just like sometimes i get invites from people in the game and they're like they're like 12 year old kids are like come help me through the raid and i'm like no, no thanks i got like two hours to play guy like, right just, right you know but if you're a listener i'm definitely down to play so just let me know send me a quick message i'm a listener let's go do something cool for everything else we do, head on over to thegeekgeneration.com. If you use iTunes, please rate the show and write a review. We always appreciate those. You can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Night Angel. Support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support. You can send emails to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com. And as always, the show theme is provided by Vashnay Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back soon with more stuff for you. We will see you then. Later. See ya. Make it so.